all back together again. Yay, reunited. Reunited. And it feels so, so good. good. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Buongiorno! Buongiorno! Ciao, Bella! <laughs> what else do you know? Yay. That's it. We want to hear about your adventures. I'm excited. Folks, we backpacked through Italy for <sighs> two and a half weeks. Amazing. We visited Venice, Florence, Positano, Rome, and things in between. Wow. Oh, by the way... <laughs> Just to clarify, everybody, when you say we, you don't mean the three of us. You mean you and your family. <laughs> I really wish I could invite you guys uh, right. uh, with me. But um, there was a ton of walking. In fact, Lori, you probably could see that I closed my Apple Fitness rings every day. <laughs> she and I follow each other on the Apple Fitness rings somehow. Oh, uh, wow. So. <laughs> I want to know why you guys are hooked together, but we'll save that for another moment. <laughs> well, it, it's actually very simple. I got the watch and I'm like, what do I do? And we pushed a button and then we were connected. It was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so you can see each other's exercise? Yeah. When like, we're done. When we're yeah. done. Yeah. Oh, when you're done. Or, okay. or can yeah. you see everything I do, Lori? Right. Ooh, Please tell me now. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> That's kind of a cool, like, accountability thing, right? In a way, yeah. I just kind of give her a silent high five when I get the little beep that, oh, Anna's uh-huh. done. Cool. <laughs> you high five? I don't even know how to do that. See, you know I more mean, I than just, I do now. I just do it in my mind, Anna. Oh. In my mind. <laughs> so lots of walking, because you said no cars. That would be in Venice. I mean, there are wow. cars in Italy. Oh, believe me, there are cars in Italy. And they're really tiny. <laughs> Being from America, folks, we have like big pickup trucks. And I, I don't think there's really road rage in Italy. They get it over with. They'll be like, Mamma Mia. And I did not know. They love to say Mamma Mia. Um, so the first place we landed was Venice. And the kids had window seats from the airplanes. So if you can imagine my daughter, who's never been outside of the country, looking out at the layout of Venice from above and out her window was in amazement, you know. Yeah. So when we landed, we were taken from the airport to the hotel by boat. And uh, by that point, we're all thinking, what is even happening? What? How is this possible? <laughs> um, they took us to what was called the Hotel Canal Grande. It was a boutique hotel that used to be a palace, and they restored it. So it was facing the Grand Canal of Venice. Nice. Oh. We stayed there for a few days, and in the middle of that, we had a tour guide us through St. Mark's Square, which has the Doge's Palace and a Basilica. And if you heard of the Bridge of Sighs, yeah. so the Bridge of Sighs was really cool to look through that window there. We probably look like dorks, just like mesmerized <laughs> by everything, because when we say that there are no cars there, there are no cars there. So if you could imagine like garbage trucks done by boat. Taxiing, done by boat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mass transit, done by boat. Ambulance and police. I mean, you'd hear their sirens and then you see them like buzz through the water. It was crazy. Oh, my gosh. Um, And uh, I'm waiting for you to ask ask me a certain question, Lori. Gondola. (laughs) We didn't ride one. (laughs) Oh, man. We didn't ride one. (laughs) I thought you would like renew your vows on a gondola or something. Right, (laughs) right. Well, probably everybody else in the world did. Mark was not interested in doing a gondola. And we didn't really feel like we missed out anyway. Well, uh, wait a minute. Hang on. How did you get around if you weren't in a gondola? I thought gondolas were like the cars. They have motorboats and the mass transits are like little tiny ferries. And it's not tiny ferries, Got but, it. you know, okay. uh, little ferries and everything. You could water taxi places and everything. And you did a lot of things mm-hmm. by foot. Um, and Venice is a big old maze. So on our non-tour day... Um, they gave us a day, what they call uh, a dolce feniente, which is the uh, yeah. sweetness of doing nothing, you know. So you, <laughs> you you purposely get lost through that maze called Venice and you put your wow. map back, it, you know, in your bag and you ignore all the yellow signposts and you just meander, you know, and, and wow. follow your nose to try to just get anything that any of the restaurants that aren't touristy and maybe a little more local. But you know what? I mean... Even if you had a map, maps are useless over there because, I mean, you just end up getting lost even if you're looking at a map. There's everything. It's just 
condensed a little bit there um and it's all canals and so you just you're just kind of stuck doing a thing and just going over the bridges and you don't Mm -hmm. mind because you know you're going to get back home (laughs) you know you'll get back to your hotel somehow one of the things i loved and it's just weird that i'm even saying this but i loved seeing the laundry people's laundry on their on their (laughs) lines (laughs) because it just looked like the old italian from even centuries ago You, you could tell that was just what they do Um, And we did get to like it rained one night in Venice. And so before it started raining, the tides were getting high. So the water levels were getting street level. We saw a thunderstorm and everything. I just didn't think that would ever be a thunderstorm in Venice. You know, like it just seems like this paradise that nothing can touch it. So we were there for a few days and then we took a high speed train to Florence uh, those things go like 186 miles per hour. Had no idea. Because um, oh, it doesn't feel like it when you're on it. No, it, it doesn't. Like it's you're... smooth like butter. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you can walk and, and not feel like you're going to, if they, they're going to stop or anything. You know, when you're on a train, you don't want to be on your phone or pay attention to the person next to you. I think you want to just stare out the window. I did. Mm-hmm. Because Isn't you're never cool? there. And you want to see what it's like out in this other part of the world, right? And would you say would you say the same for the kids? Did the kids also pay attention? I don't know. I because I wasn't paying attention to them. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Good for you. <laughs> I think it. Uh, so that wasn't the only train ride we took. I'm thinking the first train ride they were like just had their faces plastered to the window. I'm my husband too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure my husband did. Not all the time did we get to sit by each other. But Florence was beautiful. We ended up staying at what was called the Hotel Brunelleschi, which was just right in the middle of everything in Florence. It also had like some sort of historical significance, too. It even had its own museum below and everything. Like tour guides like to go to that hotel, the outside of it, just to show people this. I think it's a tower. That was beautiful, too. If you don't know, in Florence is where they have the Academia Museum, which houses Michelangelo's David sculpture. We had no idea that David was the David of David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I swear in the pictures, he's so much smaller and he's humongous. <laughs> <laughs> he's the giant. He's a huge dude. Michelangelo was only like 26 when he did it and he didn't do it out of a draft. And like artists know you want to draft things before you want to do a final project. <laughs> and he just uh-huh. did it on this marble. And that's just one amazing guy. And we got to see like Botticelli's Birth of Venus painting. That's that, that woman who's coming out of the white shell. That was awesome. I mean, there was another moment of what is even happening, you know, because you're like, you've seen these things on TV. You've seen these things on in the movies and in books and textbooks and stuff. And to see this like right in person, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. You wow. Know? Powerful. That's a powerful feeling to be connected to something that's that's that old and still stands the test of time. You're there and you're looking right at it. And that's like, you're talking 1500s back then, you know, and and these are the things, you know, when you're looking at all these artifacts and, and artwork and all these things, you're like, oh my God, our country, America, we're so young. We're like tweens (laughs) to this world. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you compare it to Rome, you know, where they have things from BC times, you know, and it's crazy the things you realize when you're somewhere for the first time much older than where you've ever been in your life. We got to go to the Uffizi Gallery. My my son loves the Renaissance period, so we got to see a lot of artwork from and and pictures and headstones and masterpieces from like Botticelli and Raffaello and all those other artists. So, I mean, I could go on and on, and we're only going. I mean, I only stopped at Florence. Do you guys have any questions? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the only one talking. I'm so no, no, sorry. We're, I'm, I'm, you keep going. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll jump in. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't speak for Lori, but I think we're both just like, keep talking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mesmerized. Oh, man. What was, what would you say is your highlight? Like, what was, I mean, it was all so amazing, but what, it, what was it that you were like, oh, that was it? You know, it, 
I, I don't know. I really don't because every single region was so different from each other. Venice was not like Florence. Florence was not like Positano. And if you're not familiar with Positano, it's on what they call the Amalfi Coast. If you take a train from Florence to Naples, which is what we did, you have to have someone drive you all the way to the Amalfi Highway. You'll be happy, both of you, to know that we got stuck southbound on Amalfi Drive between Sorrento and Positano due to an overturned truck. Oh, (laughs) my goodness. And no traffic reporter to tell you about it. Well, I was a traffic (laughs) reporter to my family, and I saw the traffic was backed up to Pompeii. Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did you get on Google Accident and figure that out? <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, I heard I could kind of understand what our driver was saying. He tried to tell us uh, the best he could that there was a truck that was involved in an accident, but he said it differently. So I looked it up and I'm like, oh, look, there's an accident. It's southbound on Amalfi Highway. It might be an HOV lane. No, there's no HOV lane there. It's just one, one way each way. And it, like This information is brought to you by Trader Joe's. <laughs> I think we didn't mind. I mean, we, it, you know, you don't want to ever get stuck in traffic, but you're stuck in traffic on the Amalfi Drive, which is all coast and all ocean or the bays and all that kind of thing. And the different towns and these hillsides that have these lemon trees and houses and more laundry, you know. And, yeah, more uh, laundry. <laughs> you reach Positano, the driver can't take us all the way into town he has to drop us off because the rest of it's cobblestone and just all tourists just walking around so here we are with our backpacks just going through and trying to find our hotel then we're at our hotel and it was oceanside and you're like overlooking the beach and everything and it was beautiful Mm. and it Reminded uh, it reminded me. I can't speak for anyone else, but it reminded me of Dirty Dancing, Kellerman's Resort, <laughs> because uh, just people just so well well dressed and just a lot of good looking people. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I look like a pig. But I mean, because you're t- wearing the same clothes for five days, right? Because you're backpacking, <laughs> right? Because we're backpacking. We just traveled so light. I don't care. <laughs> but um yeah. So was was that area really steep cuz isn't yes. that where it's on the bank? Wow. So did you get like I mean I in in Seattle I've walked from the ferry <laughs> up the hill to the Columbia Tower and thought I was going to die. So right. I can't imagine. But yes, it's like that. It's steep. Oh. It's so steep. If we forgot something and I needed to go into town, <gasps> oh my uh-huh. god, it was like I mean that's why I closed my rings just one little shopping trip or to go to an ATM <laughs> you know? I, I'm thinking just just listening to you describe the drive I would get car sick trying to get there yeah <laughs> yeah well you know on the Malfi Drive I think the, the maximum you go even though they're tight turns and everything and you could feel them um, I think the maximum safe safest was like maybe 15 20 miles per hour because even though it's just two ways uh, I mean one way each way you got a lot of people on scooters and um, and maybe some some people that are in smaller cars and they want to get around you and they will, even though they're going right at the line between that, uh, you know, goes between yeah. the two the two lanes. Uh, yeah. They are just brave. <laughs> That's how I'll wow. say it. They're just brave. Brave is one word for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And oh, my gosh. I mean, I think if. If uh, people here drove the way I saw in almost every region there, we get road rage here. But I don't think they do there, even though there's a lot of, I won't say aggressive, but they'll just do what they need to do to get where they need to go. Here's one thing, though. I mean, everywhere we went, it was like the pedestrians needed to be really mindful yes (laughs) because uh there are times i'm like oh my gosh i got do i need to you know like put my hand over my kid's eyes if something happens um but everything was fine it was almost like everybody had an understanding you know uh, of how it's going to be on the roads but if there was an understanding mamma mia you know you hear that <laughs> it was great it was so great <laughs> um, so um positano we got to go to sorrento from there to get a, a boat tour to capri 
And it was so hot. It, it was starting to get hot at that point. I think it was 99 degrees. So we didn't do much. We didn't expect much from Capri. We we know that a lot of people like going there for certain things, like a gondola ride up the this big thing. And we just got too hot. We decided to stay in the touristy part, just drinking and eating until it was right. time for our like big boat ride. And with the big boat ride, which skirted around Capri, we got to see grottos and we got to swim in the Trinian Sea, which was was like actually one of my favorites. So to tell you, Lori, that was one of my favorites, wow. that part of it. And there's, I, I think I just love boat rides anyway when it comes to tours. And then we got to see like a bunch of yachts and some that like they were pointing out, that is the owner of Victoria's Secrets yacht. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and that yacht with the helicopter on it is one of the Microsoft <gasps> leaders. Oh my You're God. like, my neighbor. <laughs> I know where they live. They live in Redmond. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. And I got to see the moonrise over Postano, and um, that was so cool. It was just a hop in place. I expected it to be a sleepy resort town, village, mm. um, and it it was not at all, which I didn't mind either. You know, it. So if, if it wasn't my, if it was my expectation, I don't care. It was like it was just cool to see something like that, um, you know, and being on the coast of, of Italy and stuff. So yeah. um, even when you said you know you had to you got hot, so you took the downtime to just kind of go eat and drink. That's one of my favorite things to do is just sit and people watch. Yeah, yeah. What we did notice was like the lemon trees and the food. And I Mm. don't know if you guys know this, but lemons could be as big as your head. Things that we see every day, they have it different. (laughs) Wow. You're like, grapefruit? No lemon. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. On the day that you knew you were going to leave, like after having this amazing time, was it really hard? Yes. Mm. (sighs) It uh, It was tough. We ended in Rome. And uh, I think on our way to the airport, a tear went down the eye. I won't tell you whose, but I bet you can guess. It it could be Mark. (laughs) I was was just going to say. That's right. It was the taxi driver. Oh, I didn't tell you this part. When we were in Florence, that's where the Tuscan countryside is. Wine country. We got to do a tour of two of the wineries there. I mean, you learn so much there. Yeah, we got a little buzzed and had a wonderful, happy, you know, tour guide. <laughs> Mama mia. Mama mia. <laughs> Mama mia. Wine is completely different in Europe. Oh, completely it so different. is. Yeah. How so? Well, um, there's just fewer because it's not imported. It, there's fewer chemicals, yeah. And so oh. it, it, you don't get you don't get a hangover. You literally don't get a hangover because oh. there's no junk in there, right? You know? wow. Right. Um, they rely on the bugs, not you know, and, and nature, mm-hmm. and not the. Um, they don't do oh. irrig- irrigation's even outlawed over there. Like you don't do irrigation there what? in the Tuscan. Yeah, in Tuscany, from what they told us. Because of that, every year, every season, every year's wines are different. But, you know, let's say there is a drought. They actually benefit from the droughts. It ends up making the the grapes taste better uh, wow. somehow. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was Just like, to show that yeah. pain is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is a life lesson. I'm like, you can learn so much from them. One of my mm. other favorites was in Rome. So before Italy, I had my I, I had my sights really on Venice and Positano. And those were beautiful places and magical and enchanting and everything you can even imagine. But I was so surprised by how much I loved Rome. My parents have been there. Everyone that I know that's Catholic has been there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I went there as not as a Catholic. I, I, I was so intent on that. I was like, I'm not going to go there as a Catholic. I'm going to go there for it's just, you know, to listen to the history and mm-hmm. to just pay attention to what they're telling me and not try to be so reverend, you know, with this and that at mm-hmm. the Vatican. And the cool thing was the tour guide was all about that. And she had, wow. she was just a wealth of knowledge about everything Rome because she's from there. So when we went to the Colosseum, I was like, oh my God, this feels like when you're actually in Century Link Field, just, uh, uh, I mean, Lumen yeah. Field now, I'm just going to a concert or, or, or a football game. You could tell what they were trying to do back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was really interesting. The only difference was the 
backstage area it's beneath the stage it's beneath the hmm. the field you know because that's oh. where they put all the animals that the gladiators fought and uh Oh, and now God. it's all exposed to you. Now you kind of see it all while you're while you're doing it all at once. Yeah. But yeah. it so it's a little disconcerting. You're like, why are there? Why can you walk everywhere? Right. But it, like uh, once your imagination goes, oh, that's what I'm looking at down there. It's it's yeah. vast. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So with this idea of you went not as a Catholic, was there any surprises? Yes. So we go into the the Vatican Museum. And we were able to go to this part where you had to get special permission. And our tour guide had <laughs> special permission. You had a part of it where you see, like, you know, the naked statues and everything that you would see over in Florence, right? Mm. But this was the special the special part of it. And I guess you learned in, in during this tour that there is a pope that was a woman. But she was, you know, she was uh, posing as a man for two years until they caught her. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So Pope Joanne, I think. A Pope I'd watch that movie. <laughs> they didn't teach me that in parochial oh. school. We did go into the Sistine Chapel, folks. Oh. oh my word. My that Michelangelo, he kills me, man. He kills me. He was he's just so <laughs> He was a busy fella. I thought of our production guy, Steve, because he, when I was doing that wall, he was like, there's your Sistine Chapel, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, I saw the Sistine Chapel. Um, it's, it's beautiful. You know, you got the, um, the Old Testament side of the chapel, the New Testament wow. side of the chapel. Here's how good our tour guide was. You know, you, you look at these things on your own, you have to probably go online to, you know, know what the heck's going on. But when you have someone visually and audially, you know, uh, telling mm-hmm. you what's happening with each part of everything, that just, that that saves time and it's it, it makes it even more interesting. So, you know, nice. if, you, if you're ever blessed to just go to Italy, you know, to make that time, I really would say get a tour, a tour guide, and and if it's possible, you know, if you if there's a way to even get a private tour guide, but there's nothing wrong with getting a big group. I mean, we saw a lot of big groups, and they have their flags to let you know which group you're in and everything, and 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 we've done that too. But uh, you know, when you get a like a someone who's feisty like ours was, oh my God, she was pushing her way through and everything, and and she would just <laughs> wag her finger at people who weren't doing the right thing, and and let it, to make it so that we can go through. <laughs> And, and, you know, save time. It was great to have someone tell you exactly what was what the historical significance of each statue painting or even a huge thing like a chapel and each section of it is so helpful and awesome. Wow. It does. I would I would say that for any anywhere you go on tour that you're not familiar with. Yeah, there are always whether it's our national parks or Europe or wherever you go, if there's something um, it's worth the extra money to to get someone's guidance on it because they can tell you so much more than you can take in yourself. Yeah. I, I always say invest in yourself. So mm-hmm. Claire, mm-hmm. what's stirring for you when you're hearing Anna's story? Cause you've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, I recognize so much of your, your emotion and your feeling uh. about, about how, how you were taking in what you were taking in and the things I've, I've never, but I didn't go to Venice or Florence, right? I had a, I went to Rome. So I totally understand your feelings about, you know, the Vatican tour and how that went. I mean, that was, and I'm Jewish, right? But to me, the highlight of going to Rome, well, okay. I think the meal I had was probably the highlight, but the second <laughs> highlight was, um, was, uh, was going to the Vatican. It's unlike anything you... So obviously I'm able to set aside the Catholicism of it and just look at it for the mm-hmm. art and the majesty and the and the, the majesticness of it, you know. Yeah. Um, and that, it's really a tremendous, a tremendous place to see the architecture and the, just everything. The history is really amazing. But I didn't get to go to Florence or Venice oh. or Positano, and so I'm really enjoying kind of like hearing your, your take on it and how that goes. I, I am married to an artist, so... Um, you know, yeah. I've certainly heard a lot about not only David and Michelangelo, but, you know, Brunelleschi and and um, the things that you're mentioning in Florence and, and all of that stuff. So it just makes me want to go there. That's what's stirring in me is just to yeah. want to get on a plane and go back and go to these other places. I never yeah. got out to the Via, the Appia and, and the 
like Christ, you know, where Christ walked and like, I'd love to go there and, and um, the underneath the catacombs, didn't get to do any of that. I didn't go to Pompeii. I wanted to do that. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a million things to do there, but you know, just, but I, but I also having said that I will never regret like just exactly what you said about getting lost. One of my favorite days in Rome was a day I just got <laughs> lost, just lost. <laughs> and I had a map. It's not like I couldn't have figured out or asked somebody directions, yeah. but I'm like, ah, I'll figure it out. I, you know, the, <laughs> so, the sun is so there. You're not afraid when you have a day like that. It's not like Seattle where you could end up in a bad place. <laughs> uh, no, you could end up in a bad place and I wouldn't do it at night. <laughs> you know, oh, okay. no matter okay. no matter what country I'm in, I wouldn't get lost at night. But no, I didn't. It didn't. It's, I'm not going to say it didn't occur to me, but it just wasn't a fear I had. There were just mm-hmm. so many people around, you know, and yeah. You know, frankly, you could get your pocket picked by the guy selling you flowers at the Trevi Fountain in the middle of the day, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have to just take that fear and, and keep your wits about you, but not let it stop you from doing things. Right. Wow. So, Anna, if you go back, how much time will you slot to go? <laughs> Good question. If I had five weeks of vacation, I oh. might do that because, wow. I mean, there's like... Not even just Rome, but like even the the Amalfi Coast. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. I want to visit like all those villages that are along the coast. I want to go to Sicily. Mm-hmm. I actually, mm-hmm. I, do, I we didn't go that south, uh, mm-hmm. but Sicily, I hear you know, is is very different from all of it. So I would want to see that too. I think I just want to see and get to know. I, I wish I had more time to chat with the locals. I didn't really get to do that, you know, except for the tour guide, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. a taxi driver. How was your, uh, remember you were studying Italian. Did you, did you end up having to use it or did you find most people spoke English? Uh, you were uh-huh. right, Claire. Everyone spoke uh-huh. English. Everyone, I didn't even really get to use my little machine that I spent so much oh, money on. Well, translated. it's kind of a bummer. You wanted to, right? I, mean, I you even put to- a SIM card in it, people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma mia. Tell Tell us about the best advice you got before you left. Oh. Oh. Well, you know, there's a couple. Before you leave, if you have the time, try to get 100 euros in your pocket. Just if it's a bank, you have to probably give it a few days. But Mm. I didn't didn't think of it until like just days before. And uh, when our travel agent was like, hey, yeah, do that. And then you'll be able to tip, you know, and all that kind of thing. I'm like, ah. So, um, but uh, I did find a pretty good place in South Center to get exchange, you know, exchange dollars for euros and everything. So that's one of them. But one of the bestest advice I got <laughs> was from one of our coworkers, Deanna, who travels quite a bit. She told me one of her friends had what was called a, like a, a hot box. Well, she called it a hot box. And what it basically is, is just having your own Wi-Fi data, a box that you could just pay as you go. Because not always will there be Wi-Fi. And if you run your data out from your plan, you know, in a different country, I have heard some horror stories of people running out of their data plan and not being able to buy another package. So the um, thing that I got was called the Glocal Me. And so it's a little device you can get on Amazon. G-L-O-C-A-L-M-E, Glocal Me, you basically, you know, you, once you're all connected, you could just buy data as you go. And we were able to do that. Yeah, you might have Wi-Fi at your hotel or at a restaurant and everything, but a lot of those networks are insecure or uh, insecure. They're so insecure. <laughs> insecure. They don't like their hair. You, you don't want to date them. That's for sure. <laughs> They're so moody. (laughs) They're insecure. And um, so, you know, these are private networks that are more secure than anything that you could borrow at the restaurant or any facility. And and the way it works, they go by amount of gigabytes and the, the amount of days that you want. And so the moment you buy it, it starts. So you want to get the one in Italy and, and buy it in Italy or whatever. But I, just I see. So you that. bought it in advance, but you didn't sign up and buy the buy the data until you got there. Until I got there. Because gotcha. the package okay. was okay. called, the package said, okay, so you, you could buy um, five gigabytes or 10 gigabytes for seven days. And they said, Italy, Vatican, and some other region in Italy or something like that. So, 
And I, the first thing I did was just I only bought like one gigabyte for one day to see if it would really be worth it. And so I found out that one day, oh, my God, me and like 10 other devices can be on this local me. So sweet. Yeah, that was really cool. And when you're going to Venice and some restaurants have Wi-Fi available, some don't, you know. So if they don't and you have to have a password, well, then just get on your local me. And it was so useful in Venice because, again, we got lost a lot through that maze <laughs> you know you wanted to get directions back to your hotel you just and you get the walking directions and it worked out perfectly wow yes i'm so i'm so glad you got to go i just as we were signing on i saw a picture of you guys on a boat and you mark's laughing you're making kind of a oh no face and your kids are so happy and it just looks so fun yeah. i just love that you went as a family i love mm-hmm. that that your kids are at an age yes. because they don't have to be like trey he's you know how well, he's, he's an adult, right? I mean, yeah. technically. Mm-hmm. He could have said, nah, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And I love that he wanted to be part of it. And you guys look like yeah. it was just, that's to me so magical that you did it together. And yeah. memories that will last a lifetime. A lifetime. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Mama mia. Mama mia. I was noting, you know, I mean, we knew, I knew when you left and, you know, vaguely when you were coming back kind of thing. And, and I'd been watching Facebook hoping for pictures and I'm like, no, she's smart. She's not going to post anything until she's gone. So many people are like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gone for three weeks, (laughs) you know? And like, I know this one lady who's a phenomenal traveler. I don't know what she's retired now. And she and her friends are some kind of frequent cruisers. So she's on cruises around the world. And her Facebook posts are just phenomenal. I just love following her everywhere she goes. But I'm like, if anybody caught wind of this, they would take everything she owned, <laughs> you know? So I, 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 we waited patiently for your pictures to arrive, and we're glad to see them. <laughs> we we learned from some commercial. I don't know what this commercial is, but the scenario is this lady, like, putting it on social media, taking this trip somewhere. And then one of her Facebook <laughs> friends, the profile picture is some guy in a ski mask saying, have a right. nice trip. <laughs> <laughs> so where to next? I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. I'm still on this Italian high. I, and I'm I'm trying I'm trying to collect everything and and organize everything. All my all, all the pictures and videos when I have time. Just so I because I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget any of it. Um, and I yeah. wanna I wanna put something together for my family first and foremost, yeah. you know. Uh, and so yeah. some of it I actually put it on on uh, on social media, all the these with the little music on it because uh, Apple phone gives you these little iMovie things and right. it's a really <laughs> nice tool. I because it just kind of I love it too. It for you. Yeah, and like on it, certain right? dates, like this is the kind of the time of year I went, and so you'll you'll get you know every day you'll oh. be like, oh, here was your day and wherever, and it's like, and they put that little music on it, and it's fun, but it's also like uh-huh. you know my dog, like pet friends, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get, I I love their little movies. <laughs> we tried different foods. Um, my oh. daughter, I don't know how she is the pickiest eater we know. But she tried, out of all of us, the black ink cuttlefish uh, <gasps> pasta. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who are you? Where's my daughter? Did she like it? Yes. It tasted it, it, not fishy, but you could taste that it was a fish kind <laughs> of part of the sauce. But it was like, but it's ink. It's the cuttlefish's ink. I guess it's like in the squid family. Ooh. Uh, because who wants to eat squid ink? You know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah, I no. mean, but people Ew. do it. They don't even like their own ink, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Curses. Mamma mia. <laughs> um, gelato every night, guys. Favorite gelato. Favorite gelato flavor. was called the Fiore de Latte, which mm. is basically, it was the, the simplest flavor because it was basically milk. My son loved the lemon gelato. Of course, the lemons there are like awesome, right? Huge um, head size. Yeah, head size. It was called head size lemon <laughs> flavor. <laughs> oh, did you know that like, okay, didn't, I, I never got the connection, but I guess Nutella is a big thing there. Oh. Nutella. Nutella. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know? that's huge in all over Europe, actually. Mm, right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Had no idea either. But like there were there was one gelato place where their specialty was like lining your cup or your cone with Nutella and then putting your gelato Ooh. in. We were in um we were in Scotland years ago and uh, we had a um we were there for Sharon we the McNeil clan reunion. We went to this mm. island in Barra, but we also had a couple days in Edinburgh and a, and a couple days in um 
Glasgow. And we got to Glasgow and there was this, it's a long story, but there was this this financial confusion we had back home and we basically found ourselves without any money for like two days. No, <laughs> so we had, yeah, we had a hotel. I mean, we had our hotel, obviously. We were on vacation, so we were just walking around, but we didn't have any like cash, you know? And so we're like, okay, we're going to get some crackers and some peanut butter, right? Like that's going to be whatever. <laughs> they, don't have, they don't have peanut butter there. So we're like going to stores and people are like, peanut butter, What? what's that? Or yeah, why would you do that? They're like, we have Nutella. And I'm like, <laughs> Nutella? Oh my God, it was so good. <laughs> so that became like, oh, I should mention that we still had money for beer. Like we managed to do that. That was our, that was our priority, right? Beer at night and then just eating, you know, crackers and Nutella during the day. Um, but that's when I was like, oh, Nutella is a thing, you know, like, yeah. and then later in other travels, I'm like, wow, this is everywhere. And you could get it in the U.S. too, but it's not as prominent here as it is over there. Yeah, yeah. But I have a, I have another question for you about Italy, and particularly about Rome, But because I've never been uh, to any other cities. But did you happen to notice how hot the cops are there? <laughs> <laughs> like, every single police officer that I saw, man or woman, was smoking hot. Like Baywatch, <laughs> right? Only, you know, darker, you know, Italian. And I'm like, is that a prerequisite? Do you, like, have to be good looking to be a cop there? Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it. It's not just Rome. Everyone That's was it. good looking. Everyone They're was good looking. Wow. Everyone yep. <laughs> was good looking. And they were so nice. Um, I, And I have to say, shout out to like Hotel Brunelleschi uh, over in Florence. I mean, the the staff was lovely. It was exactly as you said. the The people there are so lovely. We we stayed in Rome. We stayed what was called the Spanish Steps. It mm-hmm. was an inn right there at the Spanish Steps in the middle of everything. And by the way, mm-hmm. the moment you get out of there, Gucci, Prada, <laughs> you know all these all these stores that you would hear on like Devil Wears Prada, like every yeah, you know. Right. I'm like, oh my god, what am I doing here? Wow. What even even is happening? So did you buy some? <laughs> no. Did you leave? I, I you no? know, no. I mean, you know, because it's basically it's not like an outlet store. Mm, they weren't right. outlet stores over there. It's just where people shop even the locals for the really good things i guess but what we did go to was we went to mcdonald's (laughs) my son was like we're in italy you have to go to a mcdonald's here you know he's right we didn't want to but then when we did we weren't sorry because mcdonald's there it was very techy and big and then you know how you see like mccafe like Mm -hmm. mccafe is a big thing over there like it's a big competition of all the big coffee brewers here like they make a big deal out of it and you could tell and they have like these big pastry shelves and things and yeah they woof so so their filet of fish wasn't the ink (laughs) you didn't dip it in ink (laughs) now but i did accidentally buy like what was called a chicken a chicken like a a fun bucket i thought it was just going to be like a big thing of chicken nuggets oh my gosh it was like it had chicken nuggets in it but it also had like other things like um what is it what are those pockets oh gosh why am i forgetting like a pizza Pizza pocket, um, like a pizza pocket, but they're like they're uh, they're like Totino's they're called, rolls. They're called <laughs> they're, they're, they start with a C. Oh my gosh, what are they called? But you know, it's huh. it's an Italian you know thing, and it's got oh like, cannoli. No, not a not cannoli. Because um, they're closed pockets of pasta sauce, cheese, ravioli. N- oh no, gnocchi. <laughs> No. <laughs> I could do this all day. I know. I know. Oh, my God. I think it's one of the simpler um, things that you just kind of pick up and eat. It starts with a C. I think it starts with a C. K. Cool. K. <laughs> but anyway, McDonald's sold that to us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I'm I'm trying to even Google it and I can't. Calzone, calzone, 
Calzone. Yes, Calzone. Calzone. Little bitty Calzones. Little mini Calzones. Little baby Calzones. It was so cute to hear to hear little babies like Italian toddlers and kids talk like you know. But they weren't saying that. But they were you know they were speaking in the language. But they had the same cadence. Uh, And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. It's so amazing. Um, We went to a Filipino restaurant in Rome. So we went to like sort of a suburb or, or something. That was my first experience interacting with Filipino Italians. Wow. I was, even when we go to big cities in America, you go to a Filipino restaurant or market or something like that, you know, they, they're speaking Tagalog and all that kind of thing. And they were, them and some of their children that they would like have in there, so all speaking Italian. I'm like, who are you? Oh my God. Are we related? <laughs> what, what's going on here? Oh and then what's even happening? <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. How was the awesome. food? Was the Filipino food what you expected? It was really good. Um, um, you know, some of it wasn't what I expected. Some of it was. Um, but, oh, my gosh, we had what's called ubi ice cream, which I'd been longing for for 20 years. So they had it. <laughs> uh, my kids were excited to try it. And and uh, a thing called halo halo, which actually was the best halo halo that I've had. It's a sort of a an icy treat uh, with a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff in it. Um including a milky thing. It was so good. Um, And you can't get that in the U.S.? I can, but I don't think I've had anything like what I had in this uh, Roman Italian restaurant called that is neighborhoods. awesome. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool to, to do that. And I didn't even want to do that. Like, my family wanted to do that. And I'm like, we got, we're in Italy. We got to just all eat Italian food only, you know? <laughs> So the only non-Italian we've ever had the entire time was at the last leg of our trip, which, uh, so we had Filipino and McDonald's. <laughs> the other times were all Italian. Wow. Yeah. My yeah. first That's meal amazing. in Italy was at McDonald's. Really? My very first meal. When I, I landed in Milan and the guy, my brother, what, my first place I went was this tiny, tiny, tiny little town in, in northern Italy. And um, it, it's only like as the crow flies, it's not that far from Milan where the airport was, but it's a pretty long drive. And, um, you know, my brother had to basically, quote, hired uh, one of the local kids to drive him to the airport to pick me up. And not only did he pay him, you know, for the gas and for his time, but he promised him that he would take him to the McDonald's because that was a big a big treat for them was to go to the McDonald's in this in this next town over. And so he promised the kid that they'd go there. And so um, as soon as we got off the plane, that's the first place we went was McDonald's. (laughs) Like, all right. So my my first Italian meal was a Big Mac and fries. (laughs) And did it taste different? So props to Trey, because I think he's right. Um, The fries were very different. Yeah, the the fries tasted very different. Just a different, they were just different. They were different shape, different, I know they were very different, but the burger was was the burger. Basically, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Believe me, it was delicious and fun, and there I was in a McDonald's in Italy, you know. I mean, plus, you know, you're jet lagged, and you're like, it's, like you said, when you first land, you're just like, your eyes wide, like yeah. everything is, is you're just taking it all in at wow. once and it's kind of all overwhelming. So I don't think it, McDonald's was probably as good a thing as any for me to have at that point. Cause I was sort of still, <laughs> shell, you know, shell shocked kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. How long did it take you to, um, I don't know how long you've been back. How long did it take you to kind of get back on normal time body clock? Longer than I thought we, we landed last Saturday night and then, you know, we, we, ended up sleeping basically I think kind of right away I mean like maybe a few hours you know just to unpack and whatever but then we slept earlier than we normally do on a summer night and woke up early the next morning and then that was when I assumed oh we must be back on our clocks now because we had such a time difference and we slept it out and all that kind of thing that we must be good well when I came back to work on Monday by three o'clock I (laughs) was just I was crashing and burning I I really considered Ubering home, and wow. I, I didn't expect that. And every night this week, I've been sleeping way earlier than I usually do. Like, I'm a night owl. I am not a night owl this week. Oh. Maybe I'm a night owl in Italy still, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry. One more question. Yeah. Did you when when you were at any any of your hotels? Did you like turn on a TV or movies and like try to like see what they were watching? My son was watching Italian racing, 
Um, <laughs> cool. And he right. loved it because they were just going really fast. I mean, not the, just the cars, but I'm talking about the uh, announcers and everything. And they're, uh, it was just interesting just watching the interaction and just how good these you know, I'm assuming are good, you know, uh, announcers, but they look like they knew what they're talking about and they're into it. And you <laughs> know, we, what about yeah. ra- radio? Did you listen? Was it American oh, English speaking oh, or what? We had some drivers you could tell it was morning radio, but and you could tell <laughs> you know, they're all laughing like just like you know, like just like, like us, Brooke and Jeffrey and Jose, <laughs> right. and you know, they, you could have there um, just a, a bunch of different people, and and but they were speaking Italian, and you could tell, huh. and they were ha- taking phone calls. I was assuming it was like a phone tap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know? oh. They must have been pranking somebody. Right. Oh, it was great. And and we heard a lot of like, you know, sometimes the um our driver would like change a radio station to like talk news radio and stuff like that. But then and then sometimes music. I, I don't know if they did this because we were Americans, but suddenly Madonna was on, you know, but, but she's you know, she's of Italian heritage, right? And uh, but then Lady Gaga, you know. And then Pink. <laughs> but I don't right, think she's right. Italian. It was cool hearing some Italian radio. I heard some of that. That was really cool. But yeah, just being among the people and then seeing how people lived was just beautiful to me. And it's a much slower pace, right? You know, I saw a lot of electric cars and they're small cars. So I'm assuming, you know, I don't know, maybe they're climate conscious. That could be, I suspect more it's space conscious like oh, that it's could be it yeah to to the narrow roads and the e- ability to park and all that stuff that was always the reason i assumed that europeans had smaller mm. cars was because right. of space yeah no, I, I don't know that i'm right but that was sort of I, I, one of my thoughts now that you're saying that i think that must be it because you know coming back here i'm like our roads are huge you know yeah wide. <laughs> we got a lot of space not because they space. took they took thousand year old villages and put roads in them whereas yeah. we took nothing and put freeways right. on them <laughs> you know? right you you know you're absolutely right i mean they they um they especially in rome conserving uh, a lot of the buildings as much as they can. They even have laws that you cannot paint buildings, well, at, at least the, the old ones that have been around since 100 B.C., <laughs> you know. Or, uh-huh. uh, Interesting. <laughs> See, Seattle has never, in, in the beginning of its history, suffered from uh, anybody trying to conserve anything. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Tear it down, build it up, build it uglier, <laughs> build it bigger. <laughs> Seattle has... Blow it up. <laughs> right, blow it up. Oh, the whole thing burned down. Well, just cover it over and start again, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Before we go, there's two things I wanted to bring up. Yeah. One is, you all are friends with our good friend Sig, right? Yes. Yeah. Did you see her latest post? No. I did not. You want to look at it real quick? Wait, wait, hang on, I'm going. She... Snoop Dogg started following you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Snoop is a follower on TikTok? (laughs) Oh, Yeah. That's okay, awesome. Okay, had to point that out. <laughs> Martha Stewart's next. Yeah, right. The other thing is we've talked about AI, but recently some people have been doing their AI photos. Have you seen these? No. no huh? what? Oh, my gosh. They're out of this world. They take your picture and make you into some, like, I don't know, um, super creature. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. If you ever get kidnapped, no one will be able to find you because they won't know what you look like. What you really like? AI is making people look like, you know, like they're all a superhero or something. <laughs> is there a certain website you go to to do that? I guess. Yes. And if you do, I don't know what it is, but if you do it, read the things because after three days, they start charging you $10 every time the image is used. Oh, my God. That's how come I heard about this. Uh, One of the leaders in one of my groups had done it. And he's kind of a he's a handsome guy, but kind of a nerdy guy. And they're like, oh, my gosh, did you see his AI? It's killing us. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you can you can uh, superhero yourself with AI, too. Now, Cool. Yeah. And you can do bedtime stories. Just have your kid tell it what it wants the story to be about a dinosaur and a kitten and a cloud. And it will create your bedtime story and voila you don't have to make them up anymore it's just sad but if you publish it what happens (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. What, well, what do they all. charge you to publish it? <laughs> yeah. How much will they charge? They won't, they won't do anything for ten years. Then they'll go. Wait a minute. Right. And then right. right. See but by then they won't be able to find you because your picture will be so warped that you'll be. That's hiding right. <laughs> be living in a little no, village just outside her. of Venice. Doesn't look like her picture at all. <laughs> but shout out to uh, who is it? Sarah uh, Silberman, who is making sure that AI and the companies who are responsible for AI are not just haphazardly just sharing other copyrighted works of some folks's writings yeah. and, oh, good. and things. Plagiarism. Yeah. 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 I know Sarah Silverman and the other one person I've been following that just, I had no idea because of the actor and writer strike, which we can talk about next week, is Justine Bateman, you know, from Family oh, Ties. Yes. Uh-huh. She, she's a writer and a director, and I didn't realize oh. like how much she'd done. And she's got a lot of really interesting things to say about AI and writing and, and just what you're talking about with Sarah Silverman, plagiarism and, and how mm-hmm. things are used and credited. Because AI is not really inventing things. It's just sweeping the world looking for things that it already knows and putting them together for you, you know. Right. Um, right. So that's that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I think AI I companies need to now. really be careful then, you know, about how mm-hmm. this is going to, you know, go down. Because if if it means that a lot of people are going to sue for using their stuff... They're gonna, mm-hmm. they're gonna owe a lot of money, <laughs> right? It also means that if you are a writer, you want to make darn sure that you are mm. properly copywriting the stuff that you have, so that you can prove it was yours. Yes, mm-hmm. good. good point. Good point. Good point. Oh yeah. man! So what'd you guys do over the weekend? <laughs> 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 Oh. Went to the store and I ate some food out of a can. <laughs> that was neat. <laughs> no, Anna, I'm so happy for you. I really am. I'm glad you had the experience. I'm triply glad you yes. had it with your family. Um, it's just, it's it's marvelous. And, and just your attitude and, and your, you're just like the perfect combination of like preparation and being ready and doing your research and knowing what you want and what you need but also just like oh what the hell let's just do this you know and that's (laughs) that's in my opinion that's the best way to travel be as prepared as you can and then be prepared to throw the plan out the window sometimes and I just I love that oh thank you thank you yes well I, I gotta thank my husband who just did a lot of YouTubing for months before all this because it it really did prepare us you know uh to be safe and how to pack and all that kind of thing and uh, I suggest people do that that same thing just you know research how other people have done it and uh, and go from there yep nice yeah yeah well well you guys well welcome home <laughs> thank you we're thank glad you're back you. we missed you and I miss Lori too I missed every- yeah, I missed I miss all you of guys us and- yeah yeah, yeah. But we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. And we should be back next week, folks. Yep. Yeah. We'll talk about the strike next week. Oh, boy. Okie dokie. Oof. Which strike? There's so many strikes. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) There's so many strikes, but they're all about the same thing. And that's what's what's becoming interesting. True that. All right. Well, you guys, where can we find you on social media? Oh, this is fun. We'll talk about threads. <laughs> I am still on Twitter at Claire Beverly, C-L-A-I-R-E-B-E-V-E-R-L-Y, but I'm also on threads at Claire Beverly Radio. So at Claire Beverly with the word radio on the end. Mm. Nice. Okay. I'm Coach Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, on Facebook. I just clicked the threads thing but didn't do anything else. Maybe soon. Meanwhile, I'm on Twitter at I'm Anna D. Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> Arriva Dorchi, everyone! Mamma mia! Buona sera! Buona This is Listen and Learn or, or Not. not. <laughs> Yay! Love you guys! Love you guys! Love you! Talk to Bye. you soon! Bye! Bye.